broadcasting from the PilatesPodcast.com. You're listening to Beyond the Movement with your host, Heidi Miller. Hello, and thank you for joining us in the seventh episode of Beyond the Movement, the Pilates Podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Miller. I'm a third-generation Pilates teacher, and I own a studio in Fort Collins, Colorado. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how, as a teacher, to help keep your students inspired, and secondly, how having multiple teachers in the, in the studio can be a real benefit to your studio. I believe as a teacher that the passion that you have as a teacher shines through and your joy of teaching and your fun and what you're finding as you teach every day and and what you find in your body through your own movements, that shines through to your students when you figure something out in your body as you're exercising that day and it makes you so excited to teach the next class because you want them to experience that same thing that you just felt that day. And when that happens, your students really feel the joy and the fun behind what you're saying, and they get excited about um, what you have found in yourself. Secondly, the inspiration has to come from within the student themselves, and the way that that they find that is, is their commitment level to the theory and the basic fundamentals behind the movement. And when I say that, I mean that They are finding the how behind the exercise and not always knowing where they're going with it. When they reach that level of really understanding how they're getting there and how they're getting through the movement is when they start to reach through certain levels in their minds and their bodies. So I classify students in my studio not just beginning, intermediate, and advanced bodies, but also beginning, intermediate, and advanced minds. And sometimes you'll see somebody reach an intermediate or advanced mind still within a beginning level body because maybe they haven't quite reached the endurance level yet or maybe they're working past some sort of disability in their body that they're trying to overcome. For example, I have a client who does have a minor disability right now that we're working through and she's been working with me for a few months and in that time she has really achieved what I consider an intermediate to advanced mind. She's able to have an image in her mind and in her body and create such fine motor movements that that my beginning level students would just die to have. You know, they, they would love to have that. And so she's able to do some things that some of my beginning level students who are able to, the, to do the choreography aren't quite able to do yet. And she's having to do this in a small scope and small range of exercises. But I consider her an intermediate level mind. And then on the flip side, I have beginning level students who come in who are physically able to do the movements, who don't have any disabilities. And I try to keep them understanding the the how behind what they're doing and not just what they're doing. Sometimes I'll have a student come to me and ask me when are they ready to go to an intermediate level class? And my answer to them is when they are able to understand the basic fundamentals behind the movements that they're doing and able to commit to those different basic fundamentals is when they're able to move on to an intermediate level class. So basically when they reach the intermediate level mind or when their mind catches up to bring their body up to that level. You know, certain things like just keeping the pelvis stable through single leg circle or learning how to stabilize the legs as you do roll up 
and things like that. So my challenge to all of you students out there is that when you go into class, yes, you know the choreography now, you know the transitions, but start to uh, understand why you're breathing, when you're breathing, and, and feel that, that breath and the strength of that breath and understand when the teacher asks you to keep your pelvis stable through single leg circle and, and things like that or to articulate through each vertebrae of your spine on roll-up, don't just pass through a certain part of your spine that maybe is difficult and you just kind of say, oh, well, I'll forget about that. But really see if you can work your way through that part of your spine and see if you really can articulate through it. And that in itself, if you go into your beginning level class, start to find you know, the way in your body and challenge yourself through each movement, and you'll find that you'll have more fun. Uh, through the Pilates movements. The second thing I want to discuss is how having different teachers in the studio can be a real benefit. And I've noticed this in my studio. I've had, I'm lucky to have two other instructors, one who comes in on a regular basis and the other instructor who is able to substitute in my classes occasionally. And what I've found when my students have talked with me is that we all are teaching the same method, but we all have our own interpretation of of the delivery of the message and how we're teaching the method. And what's fun about that is that sometimes I'll be trying to get a student to do rolling like a ball, and I may have pulled out every image I can out of my hat or just, you know, maybe I have a blockage for some reason in trying to help that student. But then my other instructor will say something and They'll use just the right words, and all of a sudden that person really gets it. And so that's kind of the um, benefits of having multiple instructors is everybody has a different way of, of saying what on how to do an exercise. But secondly, you know, it takes the pressure off of you as an instructor, especially as an owner of a studio, that not every student is going to have to rely on just you and what you have to say, but you have other people who can help you get each person moving in the right direction in the Pilates method and through the levels in their bodies. I also have found with the different teachers that I've met just in the in the little bit of time that I've been teaching in the last two or three years is that the teachers that I've met who've been extraordinary teachers are the ones who really teach from their heart and from their body. And what that means is that they're continuing to do the work. They make time in their schedules to work out. And in that time that, you know, they find kind of the joy and the love behind what they're teaching. And the ones who have kind of forgotten why they are teaching or they don't take time out for themselves in their day to feel the method in their own bodies are the ones who don't always deliver the message as effectively. So as a student in a studio, if you have if you have the ability to take classes from multiple instructors or even just two different instructors, I recommend even if you have a favorite instructor to take classes from the other instructor as well because you may really learn something completely different that that other instructor didn't have the vocabulary or even the ability to say certain words. That just it just really gives you a nice rounded experience in the Pilates method. In conclusion to today's show, I'd like to take the opportunity to thank Tom from London for posting on the forum. I'd also like to thank all the other listeners out there 
I'd love to hear more from you and some different ideas that you'd like to hear about for the show. We're going to have some more upcoming interviews in the near future, so we're real excited about that. You can get in contact with me through email at Heidi, H-E-I-D-I, at thepladispodcast.com. Or you can also reach me through voicemail if you look at the contact page on the website. So again, thank you for listening, and we'll be talking with you next week.